What I wanted to talk about tonight is, uh, as the heading said, Chinuch in society. Really, I want to talk about society. It affects Chinuch also. What do I mean by that? I mean it's like this. There's, just like we know that, uh, let's say, if you wanted to be a successful general in a, in a war, in a campaign, so there's two things you have to know. You have to know your enemy's strengths and you have to know your enemy's weaknesses. Because you have to work how to combat the strengths and you have to work how to exploit the weaknesses. Now, as a marshal, it's a good marshal. When we're talking about any given society, any given culture, any given worldview, which is going to, as all worldviews have been, be antithetical to terror. So to know how to combat or how to respond to the civilization or the culture or whatever it is, the society, so you have to know two things. You have to know what the strengths of that society are, which means what makes it attractive, because you have to know how to combat those. And the second point is you have to know the weaknesses of the society, because that's where you can exploit them. And therefore, what I'm saying so far is very passionate. If a person who has different matara, uh, different goals, and chinuch, depending on what you're competing, what's the challenge to chinuch? What's the outside world, so to speak, promoting or living, which which is different to the chinuch you want to impart? And if that's the case, you have to understand where the dangers lie. You have to understand what its strength is, what its attractive, what makes it attractive, what its selling point is, because that's what you have to combat. And you have to understand where the weakness is, because that's where you can make, it, where you can gain. Now, there's a one one caveat here, obviously, and that is if what makes a society a selling point is the Yetzirah, or whatever way it's going to be. So obviously that's not something you have to be going to combat by doing the same. Right, if that's the case, then it has to be, we have to work beneath that level and see what's the underlying attraction which the Yetzirah is offering and see if you can do the same thing. And therefore, the, the mode of Chinuch is going to change based on the era, based on the time, based on civilization. Yeah. So if you're talking about people who were uh, in the times of the Rishonim, so obviously there were the challenges of the times of the Rishonim. If you're talking about people in the times of the Haskalah, there would be the challenges presented by the Haskalah. And therefore, we're talking about the generation of today, so you have to look at the mindset, so to speak, the culture of today, but not just to see what the world is like that you all know pretty well. And I'm not even talking about the various of, the, of, the, of today. That's not the point right now. What the point is, what, what are the strong points, in other words, what are the setting points that society sells that makes it attractive to people, and what are its weaknesses that you can capitalize on? Okay, so I'm going to talk three different points. There could be more, I'm sure there are, but I think things I want to focus on tonight. The first one is what we call, what's becoming more and more uh, in something which is accepted in society. Again, I'm not talking about Navarra, I'm talking as a worldview. That has always been part of society, but it's becoming more and more of a society, is the attitude of what's called liberalism, which means that and not passing judgment and everything on anybody. Whatever you want to do is okay. So we're accepting. We're accepting whatever crazy thing people want to do. 
any level that people want to sink to, we accept everybody. It's, it's, it's all okay. We're not going to make uh, barriers. We're not going to just disqualify people for whatever reason it's going to be. Everything gets accepted. Now, in the liberal worldview, in the liberal society, the etzim, it means accepting the lowest common denominator. Because if someone can do something worse or something less than that, then you have to accept him too. So it's, it's, a, it's a hazard to do whatever you want because you're bringing things to the lowest possible denominator because that's also acceptable. It, we accept everything. So the first, let's say, mindset. The first mindset, which I want to talk about, which is very prevalent and becoming more and more, uh, let's say, militarily prevalent because they're more and more fighting for their shitter is this acceptance of everything. You can't discriminate, and you can't discriminate not just against the races or cultures or people, but you can't discriminate against any activity people want to do. Everything's acceptable, however crazy it might, outlandish it might seem, and that's what, you have to, that's what you want to accept. Now, I'm not talking about that area. I'm talking about the mindset. What's the, what's the selling point of that mindset? The selling point of that mindset is, I can do whatever I want, and I'll be accepted for it. And therefore, if I'm coming from a place where if I don't act a certain way, I'm not going to be accepted, then the mindset of I can do whatever I want to be accepted is very appealing. Right? And therefore, if you're talking about, I'm not talking necessarily about the khilakh case, I'm just talking about the regular case. If I'm in a society where I'm not accepted because I don't want to be like everybody else, or I'm not being like everybody else, and therefore I feel rejected and I feel ostracized for whatever I'm doing or not doing, right? then the idea of a worldview which you can do whatever you like and we, we accept you openly because... No one's judging you and no one's uh, making parameters what's acceptable and what's not. Everything goes, everything's acceptable. So that's a very strong attraction for a person who doesn't feel accepted in the environment he's in. That's, like I'm saying, I'm not talking about the, the, the good or the bad of the system. I'm talking about the strength of the system. The strength of the system is it's a very strong attraction. Because for a person who wants to feel accepted, even though I'm not acting the way that everyone else is acting, even though I'm different to the norm, so they're not a rapper. A worldview which, which is willing to accept anybody, everyone, however they're going to be, that's the guy's type. They're not feel accepted. That's its strength. That's its strength. What's its weakness? So this is, let me try to understand. The weakness of the system is that the, uh, it comes together. And that is, that same system which is willing to accept everyone and anything, the atom is a system without value. And that is, uh, nothing, uh, obviously, if, if everything is okay, then nothing has value. But that same worldview is going to bring that human life also doesn't have value. Human life also doesn't have value, intrinsically. It's a, you wouldn't think of it as being the same thing, but if you think about it, for Oymek, it's a hemshik of the same shit. If something is valuable, then I'm going to make a certain standard. It's important that people act a certain way. But if people can act however they want, do whatever they want, that's all okay because nothing's valuable. Then that same mindset holds human life also isn't intrinsically valuable. And therefore that same liberal mindset will be the ones who will promote the abortions and the same people who will promote uh, euthanasia and the same people who promote uh, people, killing people who have no quality as, uh, assessed life years, whatever it's going to be. Because this comes from the same place. The same place that nothing's valuable. And therefore, I don't have to make a stand about the kind of lifestyle you want to lead or the kind of activities you want to do because of what's the difference? I don't really care. It's not value, there's no value to what you do. But if that's the case, the hemshach of the same shit is nothing has value. Nothing has value. Human life also doesn't have value. 
right? And that's the, just a progression of that same, what we call the liberal mindset. That's the strength, and that is for a person who is doesn't conform and feels rejected by society, it's a very strong turning point. But its weakness is that same shit of nothing is valuable means you don't really you don't value a person either. In other words, I let you do what I want, not because I care about you. I let you do what you want because I don't care about you. Think about it. The permissiveness comes from the sense that I don't care anyway. So why should I make a why should I stand up for a certain principle if I don't care about it? Why should I care, why should I do something about you if I don't care about you? That's saying that's coming from a point of not not acceptance. Not that I care for the other guy and that's what I'm trying to include him. It comes from exactly the opposite. It comes from a point of I don't care. You can do what you like, I don't care. So why should I make a fight why should I make a fight with you? What do you do? I, I don't really care. I don't care if you're alive or dead either. Everything loses value. Everything loses value. Now I'm not going to ask for why it's like that. Why does a man, why, why, where this, this Mahalach Machshava comes from that devalues everything? We can talk about it another time in the Machshava Shukwa. As the Amis is the Boimek, Boimek, this is the Amis, the mindset of Mikabava. We're not going into that right now. There's a, explain where, come, where this mindset comes from. It's been in the world before. But the Nukuda is like this. The Nukuda is, again, what makes the society something which is dangerous to our children? Because we're trying to bring them up in a society which we do care. And there is a certain acceptable and not acceptable. And there are things which are not acceptable, and there are things which are going to be ostracized for doing, because that's not what our society is going to allow. Now, for the child who's there, we'll talk about, firstly, children who are not there. That's the khilaq I want to get to. I'm just explaining the problem. Therefore, for a person who's on the borderline, or whatever it is, then to him it looks very appealing to be in a society where no one cares. Everything he's accepted for what he is. No one's going to ask you any questions. No one's going to say, where were you for chakras? No one is going to ask you, do, you know, make you do anything. You can do what you like and you'll be accepted. That's the matter. That, not the matter. That's the strength of the, of the ideology. The weakness you buy. The weakness you buy is, which means what you can capitalize on is it's not because anybody cares about you. It's exactly the opposite. They'll accept it for the other because no one cares about you. <laughs> and that is like I was, what I was trying to say is like that and you have to use therefore uh, the, stri- the, the weakness of the system as your advantage as your advantage and that is for the person who looks to the outside world as being so much more accepting and so much more open and so much more n- non-judgmental right? you have to say but the other point is equally important and that is the outside world doesn't care about you They'll let you do what you like. You can, you can get away with anything. They don't care. Live the life you like. No one cares. But no one cares about you. No one cares about you. In any system, it doesn't. That's not a value. That's not a value, right? Other, the matter of our system is to show you care about someone. And the matter of the system is therefore to show that uh, again, without debating the hashkafa of why we don't want you to do bad things because we think it's bad for you, but the ikkunukoda is we care about you. And uh, you will see. Or you will, for those of you who have been involved in Kira, for whatever level it is, that's one of the most powerful setting points, right, that people who are in that world realize what they don't have. And that is, no one cares. Right? You struck and do what I like. It's because, do what you like, I don't care. What's going to do with me? Someone's going to look after you, someone's going to think about you, someone's going to be interested in you. Right? The idea that there's a system where someone actually is interested in you and, and willing to invest in you and willing to talk to you and willing to try and help you comes as a tremendous chiddish. Because it's, it's true, in, in the world which is Hefka, that, that same mindset of 
Live in it, live means live by yourself. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to take interest in your life. You leave me alone. So I don't care about you either. Right? Now, this is a general discussion of like how, what the weakness and strength of any society is. The Nukur I wanted to get to is, if you want to mechazak your children, that Bezashim is still young and still tzaddikim, they have no idea what the outside world is, and they definitely aren't attracted yet, but the matter is, as a chacham, as a general, think ahead. Right? And that is, you have to work on the weakness of the system. That's something that they won't find somewhere else. And therefore, if the weakness of the system that there is, is the fact that there's, that there's a disinterest, no there's no system which shows that they care for you, or whatever it is, in such a world, in such a system. I mean, just to give you an example. Um, there's a lot of us in the For whatever reason, he went to college. We don't promote it, but the matter happens. Right? And the thing he was most shocked about in the college was he said, I'm so normal, there's some used to the yeshiva that you know, after the you can come to my kitchen and you have, a, you have, a, I have a question, you can explain something to me, or can I ask you something else, whatever it is. And the guys, you know, coming from office, I'll talk to you, whatever you want. You know, to make time to help you, to talk to you, to hear, what's, to hear your problems, whatever. He went to college, he tried to once ask the professor a question. So he said, Can you move back my way, please? I'm on my way to lunch. Uh, I want to ask you a question. No, it's out of the lecture, I don't talk to you. No. What's going on? So, wake up. That's the world you're looking at. No one cares about you. I came to give my lecture. Whether you're here or you're not, I don't care. And you're definitely not going to waste my time out of the class to answer me questions. It's a different mindset. Now, understand. Therefore, that's the weakness of that, set, of that system. If you want to work on the, the, what we have as a, something which we can use as a fortress against it, is other than the fact you show you care. That someone's really interested in you, and someone's really wanting to work with you, and someone's really wanting to help you, and that doesn't exist there. Yeah. Therefore, of course, on the one hand, we want to, we're not going to let them do whatever they want, and everything's acceptable. We, of course, we want to be, give them a what they can do, what they should do, what they shouldn't do, what's not good, what is good, but we want to balance that. We don't want to, we, we don't want to ever get to a stage where clearly the outer world looks more attractive to them. Right? Again, we hope everyone will be tzaddikim and will never be in, in, will never be in the game. But uh, if, if, what we need to do is provide the ammunition, so to speak, which gives us the kayak, which the, the opposition doesn't have, the outer world doesn't have. And that is, you have to show your children you care about them. You have to show your children you care about them because, and this is the second point I wanted to say, and that is, when a person lives in a society, in some way it drives, it drives off on the person also. Yes, we don't want it to be, but Lemaise, it has its effect on people. And therefore, the fact that we live in that kind of society, to some way, might affect us a little bit too. And you have to make sure it doesn't. Especially in the, on, especially the historian of, of society shouldn't become a historian. In other words, the ability to think, okay, you know, my other, my other, you I don't care about you. Right? That's Be'etzin. That's Be'etzin, the, the weakness of the system, but a person can learn it, can pick that up. And therefore, other, but the way to combat that is to make a point of showing you do care. To make a point of showing that something is important to you and you're willing to mashke your effort and time and everything else into them. And that's, again, that's something very different. Because they won't find it anywhere else. That, you, you, that, that gives you a kayak, which is, is something unique that you have that, other, that there isn't anywhere else. Again, I can't tell you statistics, but I don't think it was statistics, but I can tell you there are many cases that that even those children who at a later stage in life are suffering or willing or thinking about going over there, whatever it is, if they have that kind of relationship with their parents, that's what's going to hold them there. And other have the for those kids who don't feel they care, care about them, in the long run are more in danger, at more at risk. Because then they don't have the antidote 
against the system. In, in, in the system where no one cares about you, so parents don't care about me, I'm not better off here than there. But if a person feels, no, my parents really do care about me, very often, even if a person isn't holding for keeping mitzvahs for any other reason, but what keeps them, what keeps them at home, what keeps them with the, with the family, is that feeling <laughs> that my family cares about me. So again, this is, I'm talking about what society's weaknesses, strengths, and what a person has to do, you know, be a good general, work on the weakness of the society, it gives you the kayak to... The second point, and the, three, the second point which I want to talk about society, and that is also from which is not a chiddush, that again you have to look at it not as the very issue point. You have to look at it as what's the strength, why it's attractive, and what's the weakness, and how can you how can you capitalize on that. And the second thing is it's a society which everything is easy, and therefore my life is to have fun, life is to enjoy, and I don't have to make, I don't have to put any commitment into it. I don't have to work hard. I don't have to to to. Push myself to do anything. Whatever I want to do, it's available to me easily, and I can have fun. I have to have fun. And again, it's not the first time the world's been like that. It's uh, what we call them in the middle of the that everyone, everyone is relaxed and everyone has everything they need. And people are spoiled, and people never have to actually work or never have to deal with not getting what they want or not having everything they need. And then that's, again, the average Shabbat is obvious. When people have too much, then they can, uh, they'll misuse that, 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 that positive. Right, the person I have gets completely sunken in more gashmis and more gashmis and more gashmis and whatever new 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 levels of physical things that there are to experience that that becomes their their world that becomes their mindset. That's that areas. We said it could be. What's the strength of the system? What's the weakness of the system? The strength is partial. No, no one naturally likes to work hard. If I can get everything easy, why not? Right, so to live a life where everything is easy, where I have to work hard for it, I don't have to do anything. Where is it rubber for our world? Anyone who's doing, I'm not talking about even problem kids here, but the idea of you have to do something which is hard for you to do. No, I don't. I don't want to. Even if the hard to do means get up in time for shakhis. I'll get up when I want, and I'll dive in there. I'm talking about the kid who still wants to dive in. It's hard for me. So that's like, kilo. if it's hard for me, I can't do it. So I'll do it in a way which is easy. You have to sweat on the sugya. I don't know how many guys you guys have been to speak. I'm not talking about the top rock. I'm saying an average boy, an average shiva. He comes to ask you pshat in the tosis. He says, you think about it for 10 minutes. Come on, sit down and think. What does tosis say? <laughs> it's, it's hard. And if it's hard, I can't do it. Right? That's, the, that's the, the, the idea that everything can be easy and is easy and therefore gets easy. And therefore to do something which is hard just doesn't work. But it's a man's which rubs off that. And again, what's the attraction of that world? Life's easy. It's fine. I shouldn't have, why should I have to do things so hard? What's the weakness? What's the weakness? Again, it's, it's mamish hemshech, and the Chazal says that this is not machidish. It's mamish hemshech. You just have to think belongs and see why it's like that. The weakness of the system is, male people can't enjoy things. Male people can't enjoy things. When everything's easy, you don't enjoy that. If it's easy, coming, okay, so what's, what's the big deal? Imagine you were somebody who, you know, you didn't, you didn't have money. And the idea of yet, you want an ice cream cone, means you're saving up half shekels until you have eight shekels to buy the cone. And you can afford it once every two weeks, you'd enjoy it. But if you're the person who's an ice cream, I'll buy ten of them right now. So I don't, I don't enjoy it anymore. If everything I get is easy, uh, I have it, okay, I'll get it. I need it, oh, someone else will do it for me. I'll never enjoy anything. I never enjoy anything. Enjoyment comes from when it's an achievement which I have to try to get and get. 
when it's already given to me on the plate, there's no kashmah. It's a system which kills itself. Because the more things are easy, means the less things to enjoy it. Which means they have to look for more things to enjoy. Which means it's too easy to get that also. They don't enjoy that either. It's just a cycle which goes around itself. Understand, it's the same system. The same system which makes life easy kills the enjoyment. Which means, when you get someone to enjoy something, enjoy them because you worked hard to do it. And you got somewhere, and you can feel the satisfaction that some negotiation will come off you. It can offer you easy pleasure, but it can't offer you enjoyment. Now, remember this is a passing of This is Vayishachar. Vayar menucha kitoi v'sa'aretz kina eima v'yet shikh melishbo. He saw the Aretz kina eima. It was good. So therefore, Adam, v'yet shikh melishbo. He put his shoulder to work. If you want to enjoy the na'ima, the enjoyment of something, it comes from achieving something. When you have to work hard to get somewhere, that's what I achieve. And, but the, the man said that it's hard to work. So everything has to be made easy for you. Even in schools. Even in exams. And once upon a time, you have to know the subject and remember it, and you have to write it down. But you have to work hard. You know, it's people to know and work hard to remember. Come on. Make an open book. You just have to know which page to find it on. Right? And even that might be done. You have to give them a remit. Right? I got money. But the email, what happens? The, ma- the more you make it easy, the more people don't enjoy the, the achievement. What's the, what's the big deal? It was easy. The, the weakness that everything's easy and I don't have to work, the atom is a long time chisarin. And the chisarin is, you made it, there's nothing to enjoy. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? So, so what? Like, what that, don't get anything from it. The, the prime example that someone mentioned before is the whole idea of these smartphones or whatever it is. Right. And I've seen this b'chush. I've seen this b'chush with people who are, who are, into, who are addicted to these things. It's not enjoyment. It's posh of boredom. I've seen b'chush who can spend six hours just flipping through screens. Like, what are you doing? Are you playing a game? Are you like, you're letting information? Is something interesting? No, I'm bored. Uh, so what are you doing? But there's no enjoyment. That's exactly the point. It's, just, it's a way to waste time. It's a way to like get easy whatever you want, but I enjoy it. And I'm just doing it because... 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 That's all. There's no reason. It's easier than doing anything else. I don't want to get out of bed. There's, so there's no kashmak. There's no kashmak. There's nothing you enjoy. There's nothing you're looking forward to. There's nothing to... It's a system which, like I said, on the one hand, the more easy you make things, the less people enjoy anything, and the less it is. It's just... It's, I was talking to this week. He said that he thinks that the Machas Hadar is the amount of people that are depressed. I told him that's a symptom. That's not the cause. Mm-hmm. Right? When there's nothing to look forward to, there's nothing to enjoy, people get depressed. That's just the Tetsu of all of this. Now, once again, a from life, we don't, even though it's tried to, again, we're influenced by the world, and therefore we try to package it as it's easy to be from. Right? You can have anything you want in kosher. You can have minyanim any time, day and night, whenever you feel like going to, like running into shul. And you can uh, become a lander by just like listening to whatever machine you want, uh, like on your <laughs> Spotify, anytime you feel like it. Right? That's a mistake. <laughs> right? But it's a mistake. We're, we're working with the mindset of the world. We're doing the same thing to ourselves. We may learn, there's no kashmak in davening, and there's no kashmak in learning, and there's no kashmak in anything because well, what's hard to do? What, what's the big deal? What are I going to read? I love that. Part of Chinuch is meant to be that you want to keep Torah properly. And Torah properly comes with work. 
Let's be honest. Torah music probably comes with work. This is Mankirishman, this is Mantvila. And there's a way to learn, there's a way to do mitzvahs. Right? So, yes, it comes with work. So, yeah, so that's the Chisar. The world looks easier than us. So, you have to work on the weakness of the world. What comes with it? Kashmak. You'll feel that you enjoy something. You'll feel satisfied, you'll feel accomplished. Yes, it's hard work, harder work than you're used to doing, but do it because you'll feel accomplished when you do it. Because when a person gets a feeling of accomplishment, then nothing else matters. It was all a waste of time. It was all a waste of time. If you can drag someone out of his bed and put his smartphone down and come learn a sugya, and yes, work. I'm not going to tell you the chat. Work. Think about it. Understand yourself. Suddenly, if the person is willing to put in a, the little bit of effort, they'll start to enjoy something which can be more than just doing mindless activity. Again, it's here as a chacham. Like I said, you're the general. You have to work. What's the weakness with the system? And now I have to mechazek somebody that they don't have that weakness. Give them the feeling that the system won't give them. No, this goes back to the first one. Give them a sense of accomplishment. You have to work to get somewhere. Yes, it's hard. Whatever method it's going to be, do it properly. Properly, I don't say. But you'll feel accomplished for doing it. And that will give you a good feeling that you won't get from everything else. When everything is easy to get, you don't enjoy anything. Yeah. Right now we're not talking about uh, teens at risk. We're not talking about people who are too short for a negotiable. We're talking about our own kids. I'm saying, think ahead. Right? You can see the system, you can see what the attraction system is going to be, but you can see what the weakness is going to be. So work now on giving them the kayak which the system can't give them. Work now making your children feel good about achieving something. Getting the satisfaction of doing something on their own. And the feeling of accomplishment because that's not something that the goal system can offer them. And something as before. If a person works now, this is the first point, of building that connection that they'll always feel their parents care about them, are interested in them, are there for them, are working to help them. Then if you're giving them something which the other system doesn't have, you're giving them the kayak so we made it, that, that, that it can't be matched. What, are you going to, what else are you going to offer them? And this is important because before I come to the third example, I just want to again go to Chazal. Explain this principle. There's a Chazal in the beginning of the seventh paragraph of Shir Shir. The Pasuk there says, Shuvi Shuvi Ashadamis, Shuvi Shuvi Venecha Zabach. And the next Pasuk, Matecha Zubash Shadamis, Kamukhara Samachanai. And Chazal explained the Pasuk like this. The Goyim were talking to Kaisra. Kaisra was called Shadamis. So the Goyisra said to Kaisra, Shuvi Shuvi, come back to be like us. Goyim said to Kaisra, but you're being different, you're keeping fair, you're, being, you're doing your own thing. Shuvi, come back to be like us, be like other Goyim. Learning that, Shuvi Shuvi Venecha Zabach. We will make you leaders. If I thought you're going to make leaders in the people, so the Goyim said, come back, we'll make you the leaders of society. We'll make you kings, we'll make you rulers, we'll make you ministers, we'll make you important people. No, just be like us. Give up the Torah, come back to us. So we'll give you everything. And what's Kayashra's answer? What honor can you give us, Kayashra? There's two camps. There's Kaya Yisrael here and there's Malachim in Shemayim. And Shem Shalas, when you came accept the Torah, you're going to be like a Malachim. The Machin of Kaya Yisrael here is connected to the Machin in Shemayim. So we said to the Goyim, Goyim, you have something better to offer us? My Techazu, what can you offer us which is better than that? So you have nothing to offer us. And we see from here, you say, whatever attraction the Goyish world has, you have to find the point of what can't you offer us? You can offer us money, you can offer us power, you can offer us freedom, you can offer us prestige, you can offer us COVID. But you can't offer us ruchnis. What can you offer us compared to what you got in Hasidah? Maybe we got ruchnis. We were like malachim. That's always the answer. Where's the weakness with the system? What can't you give us? We'll that point. 
So again, so we said two things about present society. The first one is um, liberalism, which means disinterest, which means I don't care. Not about what you do and not about you. Uh, second one is materialism, which comes with everything has to be easy. Everything has to be easy. And, and, the, and the flip side of that is, therefore, I don't enjoy anything. There's nothing to achieve. And now the third point. This I heard from a Balbu Bashem of many years ago. That's more and more becoming true. And he said that the Mahalakh of the, the Dar, before Mashiach is going to be, that people don't believe in Bechir. People don't believe in Bechir. More and more amount it is a person doesn't make decisions. His upbringing or his, uh, or his, his nature or his society or what he's watched on um, the screen is going to make the decisions for him. A person isn't a Balbukhir. And therefore, a person isn't responsible for what he does. The person is not responsible for what he does because he's not a Bukhir. There are factors within him uh, which are going to dictate, his, uh, dictate what he does, and it's not up to him. And he made it. More and more, the, the, the legal system is accepting that there were reasons why a person would do whatever crime he did, and therefore you can't be held responsible for it because you're taking the theory out of the cheshbon. And just one of the most ridiculous cases, there was a serial murderer, but he got out of being punished because he claimed that he was suffering from geopathic stress. What's geopathic stress? It's uh, apparently that in certain places there's a certain amount of vibration which can be picked up on an X-ray from the ground. It's a very small amount, but uh, made an argument, yeah, it's, 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 the, the person's living in a place with geopathic stress, it, it affects his uh, equilibrium. But I'm just giving an example of how far people have to go on the limb to, take, to not take responsibility. To not take responsibility, because any possible way which is, well, what can you do? It had to happen. So there's no, you, basically, like Khatsu used to say, when your is going to be, do you believe as Bukhir even? That a person can decide and a person can make decisions. Or a person, he's not a Baal Bukhir. He's a product of his circumstances, of his upbringing, or of his... Or even of his own midas, but that's also something which is unchangeable. Unchangeable. Revolver used to say always that the Goyish world really believes this because they've never used Bechir. So they don't believe that a person could actually change. They know that they have Yitzhak, and they say, well, I have a yes, I do whatever, so what do you want from me? Right? They've never actually worked in trying to withstand that and therefore come to the conclusion that it's possible to do. That we made it, there's no standards of right and wrong anymore. But this goes an extra step, and that is, it's not just saying that a person can make his choices and we respect every choice he makes. He's saying a person doesn't have choices. And he's going to do what, what, what's predicated in the system or from nature or whatever it's going to be, which makes him do. And also they can blame it on everything that happened to that. And we made it, it's not personal responsibility. Right. Now, again, what's the attraction of the system? The attraction of the system is partial. You can't punish me for anything. I can't do anything wrong. Yes, I did things, whatever that was I did, but... But it, 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 it happens. What do you want from me? That's it. Uh, I, could, I, could, I could do different. I could be different. That's the, that's the attraction, so to speak, of, of believing in such a thing. If you made that, um, you can't hold me responsible for anything because I can do what I like. I can do what I like and I'm not responsible. Where's the weakness of the system? Where's the weakness of the system? The weakness of the system is, like I said, it's a hemshech of the same thing I said before, but the much higher degree. And that is, Mimele, you're going to get a much, much greater amount of people um, who, who either 
depressed, meyush, uh, whatever psychosis they're going to have, because it comes from the same place. I can't, I can't do anything about it. Just like I can't change what I do, because I don't have the khira of actions, so if, if I can't change my feelings either. And therefore, if whatever I feel, well, what can I do? It's just, that's what I am. Now, once again, uh, as any therapist, psychologist will tell you, right, the aleph base to healing somebody is the fact that they want to change. Right? The AA works with the same principle. If a person is working with addiction, the aleph base has to be, I got to the stage where I want to change. But the more a person gets the mindset, there's nothing to change, there's nothing to decide, that's what I am. I'm a drug addict, I'm an alcoholic, I'm a whatever it is. Uh, what, do you want me to change? There isn't makum to change. Then the atzim is fatalism. Yes, it sounds good that a person isn't responsible for the bad they do, but it's a, it's a, it comes with a very steep price. Because in that same mindset, it means I can't change. And if I'm bad, I'm bad. That's it. There's nothing to do about it. So you may as well just mishash. Give up, because you can't change what's bad. That's the weakness of the system. And then other, one of the most empowering things that, that a person can know is that I'm not stuck with what I am. I can change. And yes, I've made mistakes, and then I can be better. And yes, I've got chesonis, and I can work on them. And whatever else, whatever else is going to be. That's the weakness of the system. Yes, on the one hand, it looks positive, or it looks something which is attractive, because it's a, it lets me off responsibility. But if there's no responsibility, there's no hope to be better. And if that's the case, I'm stuck with what I am. And therefore, either of like I said before, we want to overcome the system. We want to work against the weakness of the system. The way to do that, the way to do that is the starting point of the weakness of the system is you can't change. You're stuck with what you are. Adarabba. When we recognize that our children aren't perfect and we also aren't perfect and nobody's perfect and that's part of Chinuch, right? Is, but you're not stuck like that. You can change. You can change and if you wanted to, you would. And that's a... That's a mile which maybe it takes a certain maturity to realize, but it's a tremendous mile. If people, um, so I'll finish the story I heard from Rabatkowski, it's from Nebracha. He said one, one of his uh, centers for various addicts, whatever it was, he had a certain person there, a certain lady, and he was trying to offer treatment and whatever, says, No, I'm brain damaged. She says, well, she heard or read or something, I don't know what she thought exactly, that the person's an alcoholic of damage to their brain to a certain extent. So, but you can't expect them to do anything, I'm brain damaged. So what's going to be? Spend their life here, I'm brain damaged, what do you want from me? It might sound like a good excuse not to do anything, but then it's best in a death sentence. So that's it, there's nothing to do. You're stuck here forever. Understand? The uh, Edson, you know, if you understand, it's, it's the most depressing thing that it could be. Right? I do have well, of course, the Arabah, the start, the point that you can change. You have Bechira and tomorrow will be a better day. And you'll try again and next one will be Matzliach is the best message you can give somebody. And especially if kids make a mistake, okay, next time we'll do better. But this is all starting from the point there's Bechira. There's Bechira and next time you can change. You're not stuck with what's been. You aren't condemned to be a certain way. So, so there's more to talk about. A little more time. And this is some of what I said tonight. Three years later, understand what society's attraction is, but then understand at the same time what society's weakness is. Because there's a good general, if you can capitalize on the weakness, to give you know, whoever you be, your children, your family, whoever it is, the tools which society can't provide them with, the matters which they won't get, that's going to give them the strength to withstand what the strength of society is they look. Just repeat the three points again. Number one, on the one hand, yes, the fact that you can be accepted for whatever you do sounds enticing. 
until you realize no one is accepting you. No one cares about you. Work on that. Teach your children, show your, your family you care about them. You care and you're there for them because that's not something they're going to get anywhere else. Number two, the fact that everything is easy, sounds very attractive, until you see that it comes with a sense of zero satisfaction. There's nothing to report and there's nothing to enjoy. And therefore the fact that you've, you've given them the, the taste of, of real satisfaction, of Hatzlacha, of working hard and achieving something, is not something they're going to get anywhere else. And the last point, the fact that a person doesn't have Bechira and therefore everything is justified, everything is justified and I can never be responsible for anything, sounds very appealing, until you realize that's the most condemning thing in the world, because then you're stuck with what you are. And therefore the message that a person can change and do better is something which they won't get anywhere else. Thank you very much.